coming up. It's important to understand this because when we feel like our back is against the wall and we buy ourselves, we look around, we buy ourselves, we might get desperate, say and do some stuff that take us out of the will of God. So you have to be resolute in your mind. I'm feeling the stress, I'm feeling the pressure, but I gotta tell myself it's not over. It's not over. Hello. And thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. During Easter, we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For followers of Jesus, the resurrection was not an ending, but a glorious beginning. Learn more in this four-message series it's not over. Here's Pastor Rob with the first message in the series, The Resurrection, Part 2. I see who it's not over for. I see what it is. So, But why is it not over? It's the next question. Why is it not over? Write this down. It's not over because Jesus Christ has overcome all troubles. Jesus Christ has overcome all troubles. You say, well, this this sounds too simple. Well, yeah, it may sound simple. But the folks who've been through trouble with Jesus Christ know how profound it is. And how that he has overcome all troubles. I don't know about you. I don't want to go back to the life of living, handling my troubles by myself. Don't want to go back. But I know the difference of walking through trouble with Jesus and walking through trouble by myself. Okay. All right. Let me just give you some examples. It's like going out in the rain without an umbrella. I mean, if you're having trouble understanding, you know, and, and that's a real simplified. I'm just want to walk you through. It's 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 like going to disarm a bomb without a bomb suit. <laughs> okay, you know, it, it's like flying through the air outside of an airplane. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's uh, that's what um, trouble is without Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to go back to a life like that. Because Christ tells us, and he's, he, he, he's not saying that you might have it. No, you will have trouble. And anybody been living a little time? I remember uh, uh, KJ, KJ, I don't know, he was, I don't know, how old was he, dear? Six when he, he, he came home from school. He, he's probably as old as that, seven or eight. He came home from school one day, and he tells me and his wife, me and my wife, I had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was a bad day. You know, and he, I don't know, he was seven or eight years old, something like that. He just said it was a bad day. It's just an example of that in this world, you're just going to have trouble. All right? I mean, my son, young like that, it's, it's just, you know, it's just, it's life. And so we, 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 we need to prepare our children for trouble. And the best preparation they could have. Is Jesus Christ. Getting to know Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're going to have trouble. 
So why is it not over? Because he's overcome all troubles. John 16, goes on and says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. He says, I've overcome the world. And the resurrection proves it. He says, I've overcome. I've overcome the world. And the world is the realm or the context in which we have our troubles. So anything that can happen to you, any challenge, any trouble you could ever have, Jesus says, I've overcome it. So it's not over. It's not over. Take heart. I've overcome the world. So let's talk about some troubles. And we're just going to pull it right out of the text and tie it into our lives. So write this down. E, when is it not over? When is it not over? When? I'm going to give you seven wins. It's not over. We can probably make a longer, I know we can make a longer list than that out of the text, but I'm just going to give you seven today. Number one. It's not over when you are abandoned by those closest to you. It's not over when you are abandoned by those closest to you. Matthew 26, 56b says, Then all the disciples, did I say all? All other disciples deserted him and fled okay <laughs> all of them they've been walking with him for three years they are technically boys now you know they boy they, they boys that's my boy three solid years not just meeting once a week no every day for three years Trouble came to Christ. Guess what happened? All, all of them deserted him. You ever been there? You ever felt like all, all the folks that's closest to you ain't there? You look around Trouble staring you right in the face, and nobody's there. I know you've been there. And when I say not there, I'm not just talking to you. Here it's saying they, they, they physically left, but it was more than just physically left. You know, they were physically gone, but they just wasn't there either. Sometimes they physically there, and they still ain't there. And you feel it. You know, I just feel by myself. I come to tell you today that it's not over when everybody deserts you. It happened to Christ, but it was not over. They all deserted him. John 16, 32 
says this, a time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me alone. Jesus told them prior to them leaving him that they was going to leave him all by himself. So he wasn't surprised. But guess what he says? He goes on and says, yet I am not alone, for my father is with me. So I come to tell you one of the reasons it's not over when you are abandoned by those closest to you, because God says, I'm still here. I'm still here. It's not over. It's important to understand this because when we feel like our back is against the wall and we buy ourselves, we look around, we buy ourselves, we might get desperate, say and do some stuff that take us out of the will of God. So you have to be resolute in your mind. Oh, I'm feeling the stress. I'm feeling the pressure. But I got to tell myself it's not over. It's not over. Number two, circumstance in which is not over. It's not over when false accusations are brought against you. It's not over when false accusations are brought, are brought against you. Matthew 26, 59 says the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. See, there's some lessons here, y'all. It's not over. They were looking for false evidence. They weren't looking for truth. Do y'all realize that some people in your life, they are not looking for truth. They're not looking for what really happened. Didn't Jesus tell us in this world, you will have trouble. You're going to have some folk who will just look for false things about you. Looking for a lie. Exactly. Putting false stuff about you on social media. Slandering your name and reputation. I come to tell you today, it's not over though. It's not over. It wasn't over for Christ. It won't be over for you if we put our trust in him. Number three, it's not over when people with power want to get rid of you. It's not over when people with power want to get rid of you. Matthew 27, 1 says, early in the morning, as all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans, how to have Jesus executed. <laughs> the chief priests and the elders planning how we gonna get rid of this dude see, see some folk might be some folk on your job <laughs> figuring out how we gonna he, he just climbing the ladder too fast he's making us all look bad what are we gonna do to get rid of him I want to tell you it's not over because if, if 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 you start to think it's over you might do and say something that will get rid of you. Y'all, 
Do y'all understand what I'm saying? You get your back against the wall, and then and then you be try to talk your way out of it. It's too late now. Yeah, you say yeah, but they yeah no, but they hit me first. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't stab you though. <laughs> you know, like you did them. You know, it's it's so y'all you you got to understand that it's not over. You got to have a mindset. It's not over. They tried to do the same thing to our Lord, but it wasn't over. Folks excluding you from the memo, leaving your name out. They knew they were supposed to CC you in the email, and they didn't. Yeah, talking about you in email strings and your name not in the string, y'all know that's taboo. You don't do that. That's just like, you're going to mention somebody's name, put their name in a string so they can know that you're talking about them. I'm telling you, when it's, that happens to you, it's not over. It's not over. Don't go to your computer thinking it's over, and then you start typing <laughs> like it's over. And then you hit send like it's over. It might just be over now. <laughs> Do y'all get this? Does it make any sense to you? You got to understand it's not over. You have to live like it's not over. Number four, it's not over when you are all tied up. It's not over when you are all tied up. Matthew 27, 2 says, so they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate the governor. So they tied Jesus up. But it wasn't over. It's not over, my brother and sister, when they put a boot on your car. It's not over. It's not over. You come out of shopping or wherever you were, and then there's a boot. (laughs) Don't go ballistic and do something crazy. It's not over. It's not over. It's, It's not over when you can't get any credit nowhere. You are financially Tied up. I come to tell you today, it's not over. Don't do something stupid with your back against the wall because you think it's over. And start money laundering. this This stuff happens. It happens. And when people feel desperate, they do desperate stuff. It's not over. They tied Jesus up, but it wasn't over. Number five, it's not over when things are taken away from you. It's not over when things are taken away from you. Matthew 27, 28 says, they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They stripped him, but it wasn't over. It's not over when your car gets repossessed. It ain't over. It's not over. I remember when uh, I was an electromechanic apprentice. It's an over four-year program we were training. And so I, 
I got past the three-year mark, and after you get past that mark, they send you to your final department where you're going to work so that you'll have you know, about a year to get acclimated to the department before you graduate and become a journey person. And so I went to my final department wanting to prove myself. Say, I'm, you know, I'm about to be a journey person. I'm legitimate. Don't treat me like I'm not. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so we, we, they gave us radios, you know, so they can contact us and we can respond to calls and all those kinds of things. And so um, I hadn't graduated yet, but I had a radio. I felt like, yeah. I'm the real deal now. Y'all see, y'all, I'm, I'm a 20-something-year-old guy, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to build my career and everything, and I'm like, I'm feeling legitimate. Got a radio. They call in my name. I respond. I go fix stuff. They say, thank you, Rob. I say, no problem. <laughs> y'all see, I want you to walk with me here. You know, and then one day, one day, we had a big breakdown, something happened, and they came and they said, Rob, we need your radio. <laughs> See, you feel me. You feel me. And I was like, <laughs> you feel me. I'm like, what? I felt like I was stripped. I, felt like I was stripped. I was stripped. I was like, what's going on? And, and it must have been all over my face. It just, it had to be because my friend, my friend came to me and she just, she said, Rob, she pat me on the back. <laughs> yeah, she, I hadn't said nothing to her, but she could see it. She could see, like I felt stripped. And she came, she said, Rob, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. They'll give it back. <laughs> and, and I was like, <sighs> but she was just telling me, it's not over. That's all she was really saying, it's not over. But the point here is when we think it's over, though, these are the kinds of things happen. We feel and we act and we... And Jesus says, in me, you have peace. It's not over. Number six, it's not over when people are mocking and shaking their heads at you. It's not over when people are mocking and shaking their heads at you. Matthew 27, 39 says, those who passed by hurled insults at him, talking about Jesus, shaking their heads. You ever been there? <laughs> In your life, something happened, you know, you did something, maybe you did something, or people thought you did something, and then you, they see you, and all you see is shaking their head. Y'all, can't you see it? They're looking at you like, just shaking their heads at you. They're, they're putting on so, social media, SMH. <laughs> Y'all, you know, 
just shake, you know, and you feel he's like, oh, you know, they just shake, shaking their head at you. They did that to Jesus. They was insulting him, and they just, look at you, shaking their head at you. It was, they shook their head, but it wasn't over. It was not over. So it's not over when people are shaking their heads at you. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. And number seven, it's not over when others say that it is over for you. It's not over when others say it is over for you. Matthew 27, 40 through 42 says, you are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days. This is some of them mocking folks. Uh, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the son of God. Now, just pause for it. Just take yourself to the scene. Christ is on the cross, nails in his hands and feet. Folks coming by, shaking their head. <laughs> Picture this. This is our Lord shaking their head at him, insulting him, and saying to him, if, if you be the Christ, come down. Aren't you glad he didn't? They saying, they saying, they shaking their head. Just, just think, make it personal for yourself. They're shaking their head and say, if you be the Christ, come down so Robert don't get saved. If you be the Christ, come down. Right? So Tamara don't get saved. Come down. We don't want to see Sarah get saved. Come on down if you be the Christ. Shaking their head. But he didn't come down. Because he knew. And then it reads on, verse 41. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the elders mocked him. So look, get the scene. Some folk walk by shaking their head, hurling insults at him. And then a whole nother group of folk. Y'all get this. Come walking by, doing the same thing. Shaking their head too. <laughs> it's not, not just one group or one person. Several of them, couple groups, walking by while he's on the cross, shaking their head. See, the first time you saw the head shaking, it, it made you feel bad. And then, if you know, folks just keep walking by, shaking their head, it just deepens the feeling, right? And so the elders, it says, they mocked him. And then they said, verse 42, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. Look at what they said. They said, you come down now, and we'll believe. <laughs> Jesus did more than that. And guess what? They still didn't believe. <laughs> Y'all get this? Exactly. Y'all see that this is not, this is really not, and this is something we need to understand as believers. It's really not a question of truth. It's really not. People are not not believing because not having truth. That's not the issue. 
It's deeper than that. They said if you come down off the cross, we'll believe. No, he died on the cross, went to a tomb, got up, walked around, and they still didn't believe. Do y'all get this? It's, it's about I want to live the way I want to live. That's what it's really all about. They said we'll believe if you come down. No, you won't. No, you won't. You're fooling yourself. Your heart is not right. He was on the cross, and he stayed there to die for the sins of the world. And they said, come down and save yourself, and we'll believe. Jesus says, no, I'm going to stay here and save the whole world, and you still won't believe. Y'all don't, y'all missing that. You missing it. It's like, they said, you saved yourself, it'll make me believe. No, I saved the whole world, and you still don't believe. That is powerful. It's not about truth. It's about people wanting to live however they want to live. That's what it's really about. Matthew 28, 5 and 6. When Jesus made it very clear that it was not over. The angel said to the women, they were at the tomb, do not be afraid. For I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. Just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Jesus declared to the whole world. When you talk about me, you mock me. When my closest friends abandon me when they hurl false accusations against me, when they plot to get rid of me, when they tie me up, when they take stuff away from me, when they shake their heads at me and mock me, it's not over. It's not over. The tomb is empty. It's not over. Come and see where he lives. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer, Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God and to other believers. God bless you.
To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. It's a whole lot of stuff in life that don't make sense, okay? But when you believe in a God who can create anything, knows has all power and can do anything that he wants, then it begins to make sense. Thank you for listening.